0: My little birds told me there was a podcast rising within the realm. As Master of Whispers, I pride myself on having ears throughout the kingdoms. I listen to the Clock Dodger's podcast as any wise man should. Subscribe. Podcasts are coming. You said we'd meet again. And here we are. At the end of the world. You said I'd shut many eyes forever. You were right about that too. Brown eyes, green eyes, and blue eyes. Yo, 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 we just watched, we just witnessed, we just experienced the greatest TV episode ever. Ever, right? Now, I say this because, first of all, welcome to the Clock Dodgers podcast. This is your 15 minute break. I'm your host, Neil. Yo, I'm so, I'm so amped up about this that I even forgot to introduce the, the episode. But this is a Game of Thrones recap. We do it in 15 minutes or less. 15 minutes or better. Because we don't need hours to discuss this. Let's just hit the main points, right? So back to what I was saying. This episode evokes so much emotion in people. So whether... You know, whether some people aren't watching the show, whether maybe some other show impacted harder or some people enjoyed some scene harder in some other shows. This, man, if you look around the world, did you see Twitter during Game of Thrones? Did you see all the videos that came out during Game of Thrones or when it ended? Did you see, I mean, everything, man. There there was so much reaction. And because there's so much people are emotionally invested in that this episode, that scene, all this was the most impactful episode I think of any TV show. That's where I'm going first. Second of all, is that clip you just heard that I was playing where uh, Melisandre was telling Arya about the eyes that she would close and she would shut forever. And she said the blue eyes. Yo, when that happened, I didn't even think about it. Um, in that sense that she was going to be the one to save the day for some reason when I watch these shows I know a lot of people are like prophesizing as they're watching and like predicting the show But I just sit back and enjoy it. I don't try to consume and then predict and do all this kind of stuff while it's happening I did say during that scene with Bran you know I, I did say like you know we've we seen her say that and then nothing we never seen her again in the episode so we still got to see her before this episode closes out I by no means predicted she was going to be the one to kill the Night King, but I just figured we had to see her again, whether it was going to be for her to die, live, whatever it was. Um, But that was that was masterful how they how they used Arya to kill the Night King, because everyone assumed it had to be Jon. Right? Whether you're someone who believed in these prophecies, whether you're someone who believed John is the main hero, whether you believe John is the favorite character. So, of course, he has to be the way to, you know this happens. Um, and they've built it up to that point where John had to be the guy to do this, right? So, for them to flip that on its head was, was brilliant, was perfect. Um, a lot of things that happened, you know, again, taking characters like Melisandre, who did a, a lot of wrong in this show since the beginning who a lot of people hated for things she did, um, they really, again, recovered her character, right? Made her uh, do a lot of things good to save the day in some sense or to save the series or the season or the show in some sense. Um, again, as I, just, as I expressed last week, you guys know I love when TV shows can do that with characters where they can take them, make, them, make you hate them, make them the enemy, and then make you love them uh, and root for them like they're doing with Jamie and, and others like them. Um, so I, I love that they did that with her. But with all that, I've still seen people complaining. As amazing as the episode was, as amazing as the show has been, as amazing as everything they've given us, i still seen some complaints, which, you know, is understandable. Um, some people mentioned that that the, that the uh, episode was too dark. Let's think about this from a couple of different perspectives. I've seen some of the uh, cinematographers say that um, they did purposely shoot the episode dark. Obviously not where you can't see they they can see they were shooting it but that maybe when it got compressed down by hbo the episode and when depending on how people are watching it there's light in the room they're on shitty streaming devices whatever it is it can make it look worse than it was but again for me it was more like i'm trying to feel like i'm in the show right i'm trying to feel like i'm in the moment and when you make it dark like that and you make it hard to see and things are moving fast that's how a real war would be that's how a real battle would be. I wouldn't know what the fuck is going on in a scene like that. Like, that. that's how it was supposed to be. It was supposed to make you nervous. It was supposed to make you, you know, pure chaos. So, I get that some people felt it was a little dark. Uh, that's not it, it, That's not crazy to say. Um, I'm not going to let it ruin the episode for me or say that, you know, they, they, they fell short because of that. Um, but, I, but I hear your complaints loud and clear. They hear your, your complaints loud and clear. I just don't think that, you know, is a big deal. I, I, I felt it helped. You know bringing the chaos that and the fast twitching screens from one screen to the next um i i enjoyed it personally again um i also seen people talking about the way they um you know the way they went about the battle uh even i you know mentioned it that uh you know uh the way that the dothraki went out there and just like basically died for nothing without ever you know doing anything on two seconds flat they were they were done um yeah, I mean, it, I, I think there's a couple of ways to look at this. Obviously, if you're looking at it from like a real strategy standpoint, it probably wasn't the best setup. And not just the Dothraki, but everything. Um, but again, I think that whole thing was just to show us like, again, put us in the position of fear, put us in the position of chaos. Uh, remind us how much the odds are stacked against these people. Uh, I don't think it was really... 100% to be like, oh, this is the greatest military display ever, or this is the best tactic. Obviously, we all can sit here and brainstorm better ways that they could have, you know, approached this situation. But, you know, they wanted, again, put us in that that, that space, put us in that position of, of how everybody there probably felt watching something like that take place, this war you know, coming upon them, uh, so I, so I'm with it. I'm with how I'm with how they rolled everything out. Um, again, you could say I'm standing a little bit just because you know the show is so amazing. I have it as my top you know show ever. So of course, even with a bar that high, you know I'm gonna cut a little slack sometimes if something doesn't seem perfect. Um, but again, I'm down with the twist. I'm down with all the twists. I'm down with the way uh, the Night King fell. I'm down with the way um, he wasn't invincible. Uh, I like the little slick shit they pulled. I like I liked all of that. Not to mention, I don't understand why y'all are so overly critical on how things play out sometimes. Or like, oh, I can't believe you know he had this much strength and he was so easy to kill. That I mean, first of all, he wasn't easy to kill. Second of all, like guys, you are watching a TV show about science fiction, about fiction, about dragons and and monsters and people being raised from the dead. Like you really worried about how something plays out. Like acting like it's unbelievable. Like, anything can happen, obviously, in this landscape. This is this is what the show is about. Like, it's never been, you know, this show that plays to the script or this show that, you know, does everything in realistic fashion. Like, things have happened that way. That's the beauty of the show, that they have that freedom to do it, you know, however they want. Now, moving forward with the last few episodes here, we got to see how this plays out. Um, I can't imagine that, you know, that there's any slow episodes, being that there's only a, couple left, a few left, but... Uh, you know, you got to imagine the last episode will be probably the fight itself. Um, yeah, it'll be the fight itself. So leading up to that, you know, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe they'll honor some of the people how that fight went, who died, who lived, you know, try to regather themselves, regroup themselves uh, for obviously the fight against Seriously, You know, people... Are saying that uh, Arya is going to be the one who takes her out because Melisandre mentioned the green eyes. I don't think so. I don't think they'll play it that predictable. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think they'll go that route. It just seems too obvious, um, and that's what they're trying to draw you into. Same way they drew us into, you know, John happened to be the one that killed the Night King. Um, they, they they won't play it that way, in my opinion. I my I, I don't know how she'll die or if she wins or if she loses, but I don't see Arya being the one who. Um, you know, this off, you know, I don't see her finishing it off like that, she played her role, her episode was the last episode, that kind of uh, embodies who she is now, but I don't think she'll get, you know, all the biggest deaths on the show, it just wouldn't make sense, because it's not what they built towards, but again, no assumptions with Game of Thrones, no assumptions, I know some people are mad right now, and I say it's like the best show on TV ever and stuff, I get a lot of people telling me about The Wire, I actually haven't watched The Wire yet, so I have to get to The Wire, Um, because every time the debate comes up on the best show ever, The Wire's name is constantly mentioned, and I feel that, you know, if it's going to keep getting brought up, it's not like one person brings it up, it happens all the time, so I have to see it, um, because, you know, to, I guess, to be touting this show, Game of Thrones is the best, I should really see his competition, right? I should really see the number one contender, so, yeah, I'll I'll definitely check it out and, and, and revisit that conversation. Shout out to... You know, I don't even know how to shout you out, man. Uh, at D A M U R R Y, DeMurray, Murray, DJ Murray, whatever you want to call my guy. Uh, we always have conversations about this. He's been the he's been the most vocalist uh, person who's been listening to the podcast and and mad at the most recent episode. And also just, um, you know, I asked you guys to hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, at Clock Dodgers, to, you know, to conversate about this and, and, and you know, carry those conversations from there to the podcast. Um, he's been the most vocalist as far as being upset at the episode. And also, you know, and I, and I, and I double checked with him uh, just, just today uh, before recording this about um, he had hit me up la- after last episode about. Um, the whole situation with Daenerys and Jon, when they figured out that they were related or whatever, and he said that she seemed upset, and that he thinks that she might flip the script on him. So, there's so many ways you could take uh, and predict and see how this thing plays out. Um, he feels like she may flip the script and not be on his side because she seemed mad that you know he's the real heir to the throne. Um, so, I mean, that, that that's the beauty in this show is a lot of shows don't give you, you know, the if you were to project out. And kind of predict how the episode would, what the, the the show would unravel. A lot of shows don't give you that opportunity um, to have so many different, you know, uh, theories. But Game of Thrones does that again. Another reason why Game of Thrones is one of the top shows ever, man. It allows for hundreds of theories. I mean, there's thousands of them. There's YouTube pages, podcasts, articles, blogs, websites, message boards, everything dedicated. To Game of Thrones, it's not for nothing. It's not for nothing. The, tell me, tell me your favorite TV show has that. Tell me it has that. Tells me, tell me it has that community. I don't know if it does. There ain't too many who do. Um, so let's see how this plays out. Um, they're definitely going to King's Landing. There's gonna be shit that happens in between. Um, I, I'm, I'm really excited, more so than anything, to see them close this story, uh, no matter how it plays out. I don't, I don't have a you know, as I say, a dog in the race or a dog in the fight or whatever it is where I feel like, you know, it has to happen this one way or I'm not going to be satisfied with it. I'm, I'm cool with a multitude of, you know, of outcomes. Um, I, you know, Game of Thrones hasn't failed me yet, so I don't see any reason why it would fail me in the last three episodes. Of course, it's going to be sad that it comes to a close, but you got three episodes. I don't really imagine these guys, you know, to mess this up. Um, I just can't wait till they, you know, they, they wrap this thing up with a nice bow and end it on a good note. Um, and, that, and that's the other beauty of this is I, I see other people talking about shows that, I, that I'm big on. Power, uh, Walking Dead, I was a big fan of. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of shows where it feels like you love it, you become a big fan of it, you watch a few seasons of it. And at some point you're like, yo, when is this thing going to end? Because you start to worry like they're really playing this story out, right? Like they're really milking this for everything it's worth. And then you feel like it waters down the content. You feel like it can't carry on at that level. And so it just gets worse and worse. Game of Thrones figured the exact right time to pull out. <laughs> no pun intended. No, none of that. But they figured out the right time to pull out before this thing turns into a mess. Uh, and and I appreciate that. I respect that. I know there's going to be other series probably that come out after this uh, for a different time period and whatnot still in the Game of Thrones universe, if you will. Um, but... You know, I'm cool with that. The fact that they're going to wrap this one up is what I appreciate. Um, And kudos to everybody who's been a part of that. You know, from writers, directors, actors, fans, everything, man. Everybody put in a lot of work to make this, you know, put this on legendary status. Uh, So we'll see how this plays out. As always, guys, I want you guys to hit me with your predictions, your theories, um, your comments, your thoughts. I know a lot of people uh, love the episode, as they said on, you know, Twitter and everything. I was out there retweeting like crazy a bunch of tweets. Um, but you guys got to chill out, man. Like, I know it's a live show, but like some people are in a little bit of a delay, man. Some people are on the West Coast. They're in other countries. Um, they, they were out, you know, with their kids or their wife or their husband, whatever. And they couldn't see it right when the shit played. And man, you guys on Twitter are ruthless, man. Y'all don't give them any time at all. But again, I know it's, you know, I know that it's a live show. And so you guys feel like you got to live tweet it, um, which is cool, but Yo, I mean, I, I can't blame you guys. Yo, if you haven't seen it, you gotta, you just gotta get off Twitter, man, because Twitter was ruthless. Quick fact: there's a, there's a, there's a Game of Thrones account that I think is cool to follow called uh, Throne, Throne Facts. They said that that fight scene took 55 days to film, 750 people on the scene. It was the longest Game of Thrones episode ever, longest battle sequence in film or TV history. And man, it was just a. It just hit all the, it just hit all the marks. So shout out to that. I'm just going to shout out some a few people here who I retweeted at Elliot Christ. That was the best episode of TV I ever watched. Oh my God. Uh, at bricks and bullets. I've never screamed out loud at a TV show before today. My goodness. At DHH underscore Fuego takes game of Thrones was hundred out of 10. I cried and cheered and I needed EKG. I'm fucking speechless. Christian McCaffrey, the football player, greatest television episode of all time, period. No discussion. Thank you, Game of Thrones. Um at Dynasty Maverick non-football tweet alert but today is the day I truly feel bad for the few that do not watch Game of Thrones best series that has ever been on television and it isn't even close yo again shout out guys I'm gonna keep retweeting stuff like that every 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 to- every week till we finish this show out if you guys hit me up at Clock Dodgers we could discuss the show and uh, get your tweets and our conversations discussed here on the podcast I love you guys I'll check you out later as always be kind be great keep dodging